I'm Michelle Schaefer, and you're listening to another episode of Sold Out Entrepreneur. I have a story to tell. I'm going to share how I went from a 16-year-old teen mom to millionaire, divorced with two kids, putting myself through school, and working multiple jobs just to make ends meet. The odds were certainly against me, but I never lost my hope, I never lost my faith, and I never lost my dream. I'm going to help you build your faith, have big dreams, and build big teams. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi, welcome back. You're listening to episode number seven, titled Think Different. I'm going to be talking about thinking differently, thinking like an entrepreneur. Oh man, there's so much I could talk about this subject and me and Bobby have this discussion all the time. Oh, thinking differently. We think way different (laughs) at our household. We do things different. We think different. Our household is run differently than most people's. And, you know, for the general population, this would maybe seem like a negative, but I totally think it's a positive. I think it's a plus. And I would like to share with you some of the things that I think will really, really help to uh, change your life, change your business. And it all starts with, you know, thinking in a certain manner. You know, the system that we live in, the go to school, graduate from high school, go to a good college, get a great education, and that degree, be it a bachelor's degree or master's degree or whatever you have earned after four years, will help you to get a great job. And then once you get a great job, then you can start your family and and move forward, right? That's, that's the system that we live in. That's what we're teaching our kids. And matter of fact, my last, my third child, Savannah, is at a school that they start talking to them about college in about the sixth grade. (laughs) They're literally already talking to them about preparation for going to college in the sixth grade. Now, in the sixth grade, you're probably 11 or probably 11 years old-ish, maybe 12. So you're telling me that you've been on the planet for 11 or 12 years, (laughs) and you're supposed to already start thinking about what you want to do for the rest of your life as a career, this is crazy to me. This is crazy. I mean, I feel like I know people that are my age in their 40s that still don't know what they want to do with their lives. But this is the system that we've created. And this is, you know, we are, you got to stay in that box, right? This is what you do. That's how you measure success. And I really see now a culture of parents that are, kind of taking their, it really is some a place for pride for them. Oh, my child got into such and such a college. I'm so excited. My child is, you know, getting these grades, you know, make sure that we're teaching our kids to stay right in that box. Let's, let's keep them right inside that box. And listen, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting your child to get a good education and go to college. I, I feel that that is the path for many people but it's not the path for everyone. And I want to challenge you to maybe start thinking a little bit differently about things because the system that we have really just creates a mentality that prepares our children to become really good employees. 
It is not a system that is encouraging or teaching or cultivating an entrepreneurial mindset, a mindset that teaches them that it's okay to not fit into that box. Uh, We are teaching them that if they don't fit into that exact box, that there's something wrong right? Um, Savannah, our third child, is very artistic. She's very, very intelligent. She gets straight A's, but she's also uh, very artistic and into music and art and, and things that are not necessarily taught in schools today. And she said to me not that long ago, she goes, you know, if I have to take all these math and science classes, I think that everybody should have to take art and music too. They should have to. Because if I have to learn the things that maybe I'm not naturally gifted in as a part of schooling, then so should all the other people that are not naturally gifted in the things that I'm gifted in have to learn those things as well. I thought that was profound. Oh, that was a profound thing for her to say. And I really believe it's because she has been raised by parents who think completely different than the the average parent. So let's get right into this. Let's talk about some of the ways that... I would like you to ponder, (laughs) I would like you to uh, start thinking about thinking differently, okay? So um, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a couple of quotes here that I think are really cool. I think they're, they're pretty powerful. Do you, if you watch the Shark Tank, which we love, we love to watch the Shark Tank. It's really cultivating a, 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 like an uprising in the entrepreneurial spirit of people again. They're starting to think creatively and, and think about, you know, doing something on their own. Well, Kevin O'Leary, who's on the Shark Tank, says people don't start a business out of greed or for the money. They do it for the freedom. This is, this is absolutely, absolutely the case. I, I mean, you, there are many, many small business owners who just make an average salary. They make anywhere from, you know, 40 to $60,000 a year, but they're, but, but they're, you know, they have their choices. They don't have a boss. And Lori Grenier, who is also on the Shark Tank, says entrepreneurs are the only ones who will work 80 hours a week to avoid working 40. <laughs> Isn't that true? If you're listening to this and you're an entrepreneur and you have, uh, started your own traditional business, you certainly know that there are no such thing as 40-hour work weeks as a small business owner. Bobby owned a mortgage company and worked crazy hours, and he was the last one to get paid. I think the overhead of that business was over $50,000 a month before he ever wrote a check for himself. Is that crazy? And, uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, you just, you think differently. Employees want to have a fair trade for time and money. But people that think differently, entrepreneurs, they see that as an investment of their time. They're willing to make the sacrifices now because they see a a different future ahead of them. They have a completely different vision. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about vision. Um, You know, this is kind of sad, but because of the way that most of us are raised and because we we have been taught that you need to have job security and i say that very cautiously you need to get a good job so you can have job security you really are you are not taught how to kind of cast a vision for your future because the only vision that's been cast for you from a very young age is get good grades in high school so you can get into a good college get a couple hundred thousand dollars in debt and then get out of college and get a job and then work at that job for the remainder of your life. 
Bobby calls it the 40-40 plan. It's really not anymore because uh, people don't work 40 hours a week. They work a lot more because they're, there's, you've got this flex schedule where people work from home. And it, really, 40 hours a week is like the minimum now, which used to be the standard. Um, but you'll work at a job for 40 years of your life and retire on you know half or less of what you were barely making it on in the first place. And this is the plan. So this is, this is the typical, the normal plan. We're not taught about investment. We're not taught about entrepreneurialism. And you're certainly not taught how to cast a vision for your life. And I love to talk to children, children anywhere from like seven years old, from like four to seven. And you ask them, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they want to be everything all at once. I remember when my brother was a little boy, he used to say that he wanted to be a, a rock star policeman. <laughs> what a what a great imagination. He wanted to serve and protect, but he also wanted to be a rock star. And it wasn't very long ago that Savannah would tell Bobby and I that she wanted to work for NASA. She wanted to be famous on YouTube. She wanted to be an artist. <laughs> I mean, the sky's the limit. You know, before you've been kind of shoved down into this box that you may or may not fit into naturally, you have big dreams and visions for your life. And, you know, the way that we teach our children, it just kind of gets smaller and smaller. And as you go through college and you listen to uh, the different professors and they talk about jobs and internships and, and such, then, you know, the vision even gets smaller and smaller. And then before long, we become quite robotic about just going to work, putting in our time, you know, punching that time clock and waiting. We live for the weekend, right? Entrepreneurs do not think that way. Entrepreneurs have a vision for the future, which is what drives them. The vision actually pulls them. The vision allows them to, to see that hard work is what it's going to take to set them free. And employees see that word. That word is a four-letter word, W-O-R-K, work. But entrepreneurs don't think of it that way. Entre entrepreneurs find pleasure in putting in that work. And, and because they know that their future looks brighter because of it. So I want to, I want to challenge you to start thinking about things a little bit differently. Instead of thinking about, uh, you know, if you, if you're in my profession, network marketing, and you are working it like as a side job, the new kind of thing that you're hearing now in social media is side hustle. <laughs> you're into the side hustle. You've got a you've got a traditional job that you're working, but but really, what you're passionate about is your side hustle. <laughs> what they uh, what they're doing is they know that in, they're not thinking of this this extra time that they're working outside of their job. They're not thinking about it negatively. They're not thinking about it as a sacrifice. They're thinking about it as an investment. I'm doing this now for the benefit of the future. And so when I uh, started my career in network marketing, I worked, you know, 50 to 60 hours a week in the salon. Bobby had, was, he owned a mortgage company. He worked 40, minimum 40 hours a week there. And we did this, this business at night. And we actually sat down with the kids, the older two kids, and we said, listen, we know that as a family, we're already really busy. There were sports going on, there was commitments, there was jobs and all kinds of stuff. 
And what we're doing now is we're going to get even busier and we're going to need help from you guys around the house. This is a family effort, but we cast the vision for them. We said, listen, we're doing this because the goal is at the end of six months, mom's going to be home twice as much. Because when I originally got into network marketing, my only goal was to cut my work schedule at the salon in half. That, that was the vision that I had. And the kids, they were on board. You know, we said, listen, there's going to be more frozen pizza dinners. <laughs> there's going to be uh, more chores. <laughs> there's going to be more participation on your part for a period of time because the goal is that mom's going to be home twice as much. And they wanted mom home. And so we got them on board and that's exactly what happened. We worked more <laughs> when we started our side hustle than we were already working. We, we literally made our lives harder for a period of time because of the vision that we had set out for ourselves, for our future, and for our families. And so when you, when you have a clear vision and you're excited about it, working toward that vision does not feel like work. It feels exciting and invigorating. And it's something that you are looking forward to because you always have your eye on the goal. It's a very exciting time. And so I, I, I really want to, to put this into you about thinking a little bit differently about you know, going against the grain here, like uh, working on the weekend. This is, this is a big problem for people because they work full time all week long and they deserve that time off. So the weekends are untouchable or certain nights of the week, you know, oh, well, I can't do anything this night because I have this, or we watch this TV show, or, you know, we're in this bowling league, whatever it is. Cause you don't want to give that up because you deserve it. Cause you work all week. Right. But, but I want to, I, I really want to challenge you this is the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting something different to, to come out of it. You can't continue on the path that you've been on and expect something to different to change. You have to start doing things differently. And that starts with thinking differently. You have to think differently. So you have to say, listen, if I want, if I want out of the job, if I want to get out from under the, the mound of debt that is staring at me every day on my desk, the stack of debt, the, the bill collectors that keep calling my house, the, you know, the, the emails that I keep getting or the notices that, that, are, that are hounding me and causing me anxiety and sleepless nights, I have to do something different. And that do something different is, to, is activity, it's action. It's literally being okay with the fact that you're going to miss out on some of, some of the things that you normally would do temporarily. It's a temporary, uh, it's a temporary sacrifice or it's a temporarily putting something to the side so that you can work toward your vision, your goal, your future. You're working on something that's for you. You're working all day at your job. That was somebody else's vision. Have you ever thought about that? The job that you're at right now that you're working at, maybe you're in the car commuting to your job or you know, maybe you're at the gym listening to this. I, I don't know. But the job that you're working at, you're helping to fulfill somebody else's vision, somebody else's dream. What's yours? What's your vision? What's your dream? Do you even remember I want to challenge you to start thinking differently about your future, 
about your family's future, and about the the job that you're going to every day. Maybe you desperately want to be a business owner. You desperately want to be an entrepreneur and and take charge of your life. Well, you're going to have to make a series of decisions that go against the lifestyle that you've been living and that, that are outside of the box that you've been put in. But the result of that is freedom. The result is freedom. In our network marketing profession, we work really hard for a couple of years, like hard, head down, helmet on, head down, plowing through. (laughs) That's a football reference. (laughs) We work really hard for a period of time so that we can then enjoy the, the benefit of the residual income for a lifetime. We work really hard. We don't think of it as a sacrifice. It is an investment in our future. And we're willing to do that, that push, those pushes over and over. We're willing to, you know, go to a family gathering and leave so that we can get on a conference call. We're willing to not, you know, not overcommit our time with so many outside activities for a period of time so that we can, we will have extra time to invest in our business. We're willing to, on our lunch break and our, and our, you know, 15 minute breaks at work, get on the phone and make phone calls instead of vegging out and scrolling through social media. We're willing to spend time in personal development and invest in personal development by attending events and buying books and listening to podcasts and, and audio, ta- audio you know, recordings of people that have succeeded in the areas that we are looking to succeed because we know that we're investing in our future. I'm very excited about the fact that all three of my children have watched Bobby and I live a completely different life than the norm. And this is silly probably, but this will just tell you a little thing about our family. Savannah was telling me just recently, and she's at at the time of this this podcast, Savannah's in ninth grade. And she was telling me recently, she's like, mom, most of my friends at school, they have dinner at like five or six o'clock. And we just laughed because here at our house, that time span, like between five and eight, that's when we do all of our calls and our Zooms and we're connecting with people be, uh, in our business because most of them work jobs, so they have to come home and work their side hustle after work. So at our house, we never eat dinner before eight o'clock. Usually we have do dinner sometime between eight and nine o'clock every single night. And we stay up late. We, stay, we get up early too, but we stay up late because that's, that's when we work our business. And that seems very odd to people that that's what we do. That's normal in our house. Bobby tells the story of just recently, Savannah had spring break and we wanted to, we wanted to go to Disneyland. We wanted to go for a couple of days. And he, in going to book our time, it was like, like uber, uber crowded at Disneyland because we were looking at the app that shows how crowded it is. And uh, we just, and he was looking at the rates at the, at the hotel because we wanted to stay right at Disneyland this time. And so he looked two weeks after spring break and the rates were down and the crowd index was down for Disneyland. So we said, you know what, we're just going to, we're just going to go after spring break. So we just chilled at home and did local things over spring break. And we planned a four day um, kind of little vacation at Disneyland two weeks after spring break. So Savannah had to get this paper signed from all of her teachers, 
you know, saying, I'm going to be out and here, let me know what work I need to do and stuff. Remember, she's a straight A student. So she had to get all of her teachers to sign it and put the assignments that she needed to do on there. Well, one of her teachers um, got the paper from Savannah and said, boy, your parents just do what they want, don't they? (laughs) Bobby was, it, it affected Bobby so much. He talked about it on a training call of ours because yes, we do what we want. We don't, we do not conform to the system that everybody just blindly walks. We do what we want because we're human beings. We have imaginations. We have dreams and goals and we can. Savannah's a straight A student, took her out of school. We went to Disneyland. We stayed there four days. It was lovely and we had a great time. She turned all her work in, no harm, no foul, right? How, how do you think about it? Do you feel like you just, you have to exist in this system? Like they give you two weeks vacation every year and you plan all year for that two weeks and you live for those two weeks. But what if you could vacation whenever you wanted? What if you learned how to invest the money that you were making? So money was working for you instead of you always working for money. What if you learned to be such a good steward of your money <laughs> That you weren't living check to check and that you were actually debt free and you had money working for you. I challenge you, it's time to think different. It's time to look at things and, and, and change the script on it. Business owners, entrepreneurs, successful people, they think differently. They see things differently. So if that is not natural for you, I want to challenge you to, to put yourself around people that think like that. And instead of looking at them and scratching your head and thinking that they're the weird ones, ask yourself if maybe you need to adopt some of those mentalities to think differently. Ask yourself what it is that you are just in a, you're habitually doing, whether it's TV shows, sports, whatever it is, that is hindering you from growing um, a business or developing yourself or, or creating a new mindset or or literally just getting out of that box of that same routine that you're doing over and over and over. What about that is hindering you from casting a new vision for yourself and dreaming? It's time to think different. I don't know if you know this, but the very definition of entrepreneur is somebody that is uh, willing to take a risk with their own money. That's the actual, if you look it up in a dictionary, that's the actual definition of addiction, of, of an entrepreneur in the, di- the dictionary. And so somebody, an entrepreneur, business owners, they're comfortable with risk. They're not afraid of it. You know, they, they see it again as an investment, not a risk. They're willing to do that. They, they weigh out the risk uh, and they're comfortable with it because they know that the return, the ROI, return on investment, could be huge. Entrepreneurs don't see problems the same. They, they look at problems and they, they look at them as a way to come up with new solutions. Entrepreneurs uh, think about support, supporting people differently. Employees are expecting somebody else to come up with the supporting tools or, or ways to support them. Entrepreneurs come up with the support. 
Entrepreneurs are very flexible. They pivot. I'm going to do a whole podcast on pivoting and all the different ways in my life that, that God has brought opportunities for me to pivot, pivot, adapt, and adjust. But entrepreneurs, they, they, you know, they, they don't see something as a dead end. They just see it as, okay, this didn't work. I need to switch up my, uh, you know, either my, the way that I'm thinking about it, or I need to change one of my procedures. They're very adaptable. That's the way entrepreneurs are. And if you're rigid in your thinking and, and you are so stuck in routine, you are going to have a very, very hard time, um, you know, with entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial thinking and being an entrepreneur. So I challenge you to, to start taking small risks, start stepping out and see what happens. Go for it. You have to be very bold. Entrepreneurs are very, very bold. They're problem solvers. They, they don't think uh, of things in the same way that employees do. Everything looks like such a big task and such a, uh, it weighs them down the way that employees think, oh my gosh, I have to do this. Entrepreneurs are like, okay, this is an exciting new challenge. It's just a different, it's a whole different way of thinking. Entrepreneurs realize that they don't have to be perfect to make things happen. <laughs> that, that perfect is not necessary for them to be successful in their chosen business or whatever it is that they're jumping out to. Entrepreneurs are not afraid of failure or making mistakes. They realize that they learn the most from that. Um, and success, uh, mistakes are going to happen and that those are the very things that teach us the most. They know that hard work is necessary and they are very self-disciplined. Uh, really, discipline is like a bad word to most people, but to entrepreneurs, discipline is, it's just a part of their lives. They're, they're very willing to do it. They're willing to take the extra time, the extra thought, uh, to, to do the extra work. And it's, it's a very normal part of the way that, you know, successful entrepreneurs think. And so, you know, if you just, oh, I don't have the discipline, <laughs> then, you know, that's, that's definitely something that you need to work on and start thinking differently about it. Um, it, it, it can be a lot of times about the money, but generally speaking, it's about freedom. It's about being able to live life on your own terms. And I just had this discussion, uh, with my son, my son, who's 20, almost 25. He'll be 25 in September. I just had this discussion with him. We were talking about his job. He works at a bank. He's worked there for a couple of years now. And I said, you know, if, if this is not fulfilling to you, if this is not bringing you joy and you don't see a future here, then it's time to start making different decisions. And, and here's the thing about it. You don't get to just make one good decision and then all of a sudden everything falls into place. You know, you have to make a series of good decisions and then you have to be willing to do the work that it takes after you make that decision. And sometimes it takes a long time before you, you reach the, the place that you're trying to go. But it'll never happen if you don't, you know, take the steps. Entrepreneurs don't give up. They never give up. There's a Chinese proverb that says you fall down seven times, get up eight. That, that's the epitome of, you know, a successful entrepreneur. <laughs> you were an overnight success that only took 10 years. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the way that they think. You have to be persistent. You have to have ambition. You have to be positive. 
you have to look at challenge, you know, problems as challenges and you have to look at things that to an, an employee would look like a dead end. You have to be able to see, you have to be able to see past that, see beyond the speed bump and keep your eye on, on the vision. So, you know, I challenge you if you're listening to this and you you think you're an entrepreneur, but you're not thinking this way, it's time to shift your thinking. And if you're listening to this and you want to be an entrepreneur, you definitely have to adopt some of these ways of thinking. And if you are a network marketer and you're listening to this, then you certainly need to start looking at the way that you are thinking about your network marketing business and start looking at some of the things that it's going to take for you to grow that business as an investment, not a sacrifice. It's an investment in yourself, in your family, and your future. Going to company events, that's an investment. That's a requirement. When I coach and mentor people, I tell them, listen, it's non-negotiable for you to get to these events. Yes, it, it, it is something that you have to make an investment in, but that's what it's going to take. You have to invest time. The entrepreneurial uh, timeline is much, much different. <laughs> You've heard of the 10,000-hour rule uh, from Malcolm Gladso's book. You know, you really have to, you have to invest the time that it takes to understand and learn things and develop your skills. And, you know, in that, that's where, that's where all the nuggets come from. That's where your ability to lead come comes from. That's where all of the things that you're going to pass down to other people comes from is in, in the do, in the activity of it. So, you know, I hope that this has maybe shaken some of the ways that you are thinking now and, and maybe brought something new to light. Like it's time to shift the way that you think. There are so many amazing, great books out there, uh, you know, that, that will help you to see inside the mind of some of these really successful entrepreneurs. I love to read them. And, you know, just one last thing here before I end this podcast, you know, technology is rapidly changing the way that we live. It's bringing conveniences to us. It's making, uh, you know, it's making the world a smaller place because of communication. I mean, it's just unbelievable. If you continue to think the way that you have been thinking, you are going to be sadly left behind because the world is changing very, very rapidly. And if you have children under the age of 12, then the jobs that they will have or the things that they will do to create an income for the, themselves very well may not even exist yet. That's how rapidly the, the landscape of our world is changing. The very jobs that your parents and grandparents did, they're going to be obsolete if they're not already. So if you don't change the way that you think about being an entrepreneur or about the sacrifices that it takes to reach a goal, you're going to be left behind in a big way. And not only are you going to be left behind, you're going to be out of luck because the people that think differently are already thinking five, 10, 20 years down the road toward their future. So it's, it's, it's not even like, in my opinion, it's not even an option. <laughs> it really never was anyway in our home. We just think different. We look at the traditional things that people do and we really think differently about it. And I'm proud of that. I, I'm proud of the fact that people look at some of the stuff that we do and they scratch their heads. I say, yep, that's right. That's why we're, you know, we're working from home, completely financially free, uh, get to do what we want when we want because we thought differently for a long time and we were willing to take action on those thoughts. 
I hope this helps you. I hope this sh- uh, shakes you up and shifts some of your thinking. And I uh, hope you will subscribe to these podcasts so that you never miss out on an episode. And go to my Facebook page, Sold Out Entrepreneur. And we're also on Instagram. And if you want to get free content that's going to come out really, really soon to you, only available via uh, signing up for our emails on my website, soldoutentrepreneur.com. Make sure to do that too. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.